Oh shit, here we go again. What's up, ballers? It is finally here. Major championship week. Did not think this would happen this year after all that's going on with COVID. But we're here. We finally made it. And with this, is starting a nice little run of golf tournaments. PGA Championship this week at Harding Park in San Francisco. First time they're hosting a major championship. They've had numerous World Golf Championships and other events. So a course that has some good history. And uh, after that, we got the uh, FedEx Cup playoffs starting in two weeks. Then we're getting into the U.S. Open, and then not too far around the corner is the Masters. Yesterday was 100 days away from the Masters, so this is going to start a very fast and rampant uh, golf schedule, which is very exciting for all fans, including us. We got everybody in the booth to talk all things FedEx Cup uh, championship last week. That was in uh, Memphis. And then we've got uh, to talk uh, all things PGA Championship. So first of all, we got uh, Jakey here, my man. Handicap is under five right now. How do you feel about the game? I know you've been <laughs> going back and forth, but yeah, num- numbers don't lie. I think this new uh, handicap system is really suspect, to be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> all, all I had to do was play a really good round at a marginally tougher course than where I normally play, and it, it you know it dropped me a bunch. But uh, yeah, it's ex- I mean it's the lowest it's ever been, so that that's exciting. Uh, I guess my bad rounds aren't as as bad as they used to be, and my and my good rounds are uh, considerably better. So, but yeah, I mean it's awesome, and I am super pumped for major week I, I can't believe like you said i can't believe we actually got here which is it's just crazy i can't believe it's actually this week it's unbelievable i remember waking up monday morning and just being like wow we did it we, we did it. it exactly yep <laughs> uh we also have uh vinnie in the booth a little bit of a somber episode this will be the last time that vince and i record from the same house oh man um for a little time coming so uh tear shed for him vinnie congrats moving in got new wood floors at the house wow. oh yeah they're actually wood tiles, but they do look very good. Uh, yeah, man. Moving on to bigger and better things. Sorry, Doug. So what? Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, what's the plan down there? Are you gonna have like your own recording studio? What? What you got? Yeah, I'm turning one of the rooms into an office and workout space. So my desk will be set up in there. Um, some of the uh, workout stuff, an elliptical, and just gonna. And then we'll have a guest room in the main room, and we redid the whole flooring on the entire house so it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty great i hope and uh you know i hope the girl's happy Vinny's gonna be a real suburban dad now he's gonna I be know, down right? there chopping wood and you know doing stuff in the backyard and well, he's already got the haircut going in that direction so <laughs> uh, really does i thought this episode was gonna be somber for a different reason <clears throat> that, that's the fact that i have to i have to slouch it with public golfers for another few months before i can uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I wasn't going to bring it up. There at the country club. Sad day. You know what? It's so yeah. Vinny didn't get in. He's waitlisted right now uh, for, the, for the Pine Forest Golf Club, where me and Tom and Patty started, joined. And uh, I, I mean, not really your fault. You can't do anything about it. Out of your hands. Uh, like I said, I think it's it's probably better in the long run. Now this gives you some time to settle at the new house, get everything in order, uh, get the place together, and then. In no time, it'll be October first, and you'll be in, and we'll be we'll be playing at Pine Forest. Uh, Wildcat is still still there too, so um, <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Anyways, uh, so it's been two weeks since we had an episode, so just throwing out there, we missed the 3M Championship. I know we gave our picks that week. Uh, no, none of us picked Michael Thompson to win it. It was a uh, a decent Sunday finish. There was a lot of guys in contention. Finau choked again. Um, as well as like Max Homa and a few other guys that had a chance and really just didn't do anything on the back nine. But Michael Thompson, congrats to him. Played well. Uh, I think it's like 10 years between PGA victories, so pretty wild. Pretty Guy wild. who uh, had a case of the shanks really badly and uh, came back. So great for him. He played great golf. He's been playing very well this year, especially since the restart. So uh, shout out to him. <clears throat> and then we went on to the FedEx Cup. WGC. The WGC, sorry, sponsored by FedEx. I always get confused because it's whatever. In Memphis, a shit golf course, um, but a very good field. Even though there was a, a few people that that skipped out, like Tiger, um, to get ready for the PJ Championship this week. 
But uh, it did not disappoint. Saturday and Sunday, very good rounds, very good field, like I said. And uh, Dougie got his first winner of the year. There it is. I picked Justin Thomas. He won it outright. I think it's because of Bones. It has nothing to do with how good Justin Thomas is. Um, And, yeah, he got it done. There was a lot of guys coming down the stretch on Sunday. Uh, Brooks Kapka, who is in prime form to uh, be a three-time champion at the PGA this week in a row. Uh, was there on Sunday, had a chance, um, kind of uncharacteristically hit a hit his tee ball on 18 in the water, um, and that really ended the tournament. But, um, yeah, pretty wild. I mean, JT had some crazy breaks. The one hole, he hit a snap hook off the tee, and it went so far left. He hit the car path across the bridge, left him 50 was, yards out. That was insane. Um, made birdie, took advantage of it. And then on the, the par five there, I guess Brooks made a, a mistake there. Or, or left himself too short. He couldn't really get some check, and it rolled off the green. And he made bogey, and and JT um, made a great birdie from where his tee shot was. Um, got a little bit lucky there, but I mean, like you said, you have to get lucky to win win tournaments, especially against uh, a stout field like that. Um, but you know, I really I, I want to focus pretty much on the on the PGA the whole time. But guys, any any thoughts on the FedEx Cup or the uh, God damn it, the FedEx World Golf Championship this past weekend in in Memphis? Um, I mean, look, it was, I, I don't like that golf course, but the leaderboard was great. I thought that they did a terrible job of covering how good that leaderboard was. Um, we did not see, in my opinion, at least, uh, enough shots on Sunday. There was a lot of like, you know, like the picture in picture and a lot of cutaways, um, unfortunately, but I mean, I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was like in a lot of ways the perfect <clears throat> tournament leading into a major, right? We got to see a couple of guys um, really come into form and you know, right. sort of ramp up our interest in what this week might look like. So, yeah, in the end, good tournament. Not the best WGC field we've ever seen, but but pretty uh, pretty entertaining overall. How about uh, Phil sneaking in there for a T two, playing with Justin Thomas, who had his old caddy on the back? <laughs> I th- I, mean- I think. Go ahead, Ben. You go first. I, I absolutely loved it. I uh, I was gonna ask if if that were Bones and Phil trying to hit the same shots that JT had to down the stretch, would there have been the same outcome? Because we <laughs> we know that uh, you know Bones didn't have the power to really override Phil at times, and I would say JT being younger and very likely more coachable. I think some of this is back in JT's hands for execution purposes, Doug. You know, I don't know if Bones coached them all the way. I think that they're a really good team, and I think a lot of people should be worried leading into the PGA. I mean, I, th- I think he definitely. Sorry, Jake, didn't mean to interrupt. I know you have a thought right. on your head. You're, you're I, good, dude. I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think it definitely put JT out there as the front runner with Brooks to win this week. Um, and he has Bones on the bag again. So they had one week to get some, uh, some camaraderie. And obviously it was white hot fire. Um, <laughs> but I think that uh, Jake, or Jake made a good point via text that Bones is used to having shots out of the woods and having to be creative because Phil is an awful driver of the golf ball. So uh, I think it was a little bit more comfortable for him. Obviously, he's played all he's caddied about all these courses. It seems like a million times. So familiar with the courses. Um but yeah, I think definitely having a calming hand like like Bones on the bag for JT, um, who you saw on the back nine starts to spray it a little bit when he when he loses his his frustration or, or gets some frustration going. I think Bones was able to, to calm him down a little bit uh, with like three or four holes left to play uh, when when the field the scores are really tight and uh, he separated himself. You know, I I know uh, Berger was up there as well. Uh, who's been playing very well? He's moved himself up into uh, into the conversation for this week at the PGA. Uh, Tom Lewis shot 61 on uh, on Saturday, and that was with a bogey, mm-hmm. and then shot 66 on Sunday, but that was with two bogeys coming in. Could have shot 64 and been one back. Um, so cra- just a crazy amount of birdies there. And then obviously Xander top 10, uh, Revi playing some golf, Dustin Johnson, Webb Simpson. I mean, it, it was, uh, you know, there were some guys missing, but it, it was a really, really good finish on the weekend. And a lot of guys uh, played well to, uh, you know, hopefully get some momentum going into the PJ championship. Jake, you had, you had a thought there. 
I just had a thought on the on the Phil um, JT Bones like love triangle in that group, and I, I honestly I think a lot of it is like uh, Phil basically sort of willing himself um, to not like not let the storyline become look how bad Phil played with Bones in his group, right? Like right. Inst- he really turned it into a like a complete positive by having a, a great Sunday and, and a and a good week overall. Um, but I like the, the discussion that you guys were having about, you know, having a guy like bones on a bag for a player who is as under control as JT is at points. Cause there was like that scene on Sunday where, I mean, he was, t- they were talking in like half yards, you know what I mean? And that's, right. that's like, they're, they were really tuned in, right? Like J- JT's asking like, Oh, do I, is this 158? And bones is going, I don't think this is more than 154 and a half. And they're like going back and forth. And Bones is like, yeah, you know, flighted one. We need it like this. And he like absolutely just stuffs this thing, right? Yep. So I, I don't know. I think it's a great combo. I, I would not be surprised if they have an absolutely outstanding week, especially because Bones knows this place really well. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, I think that Bones a few times like called JT off. He's like, nah, dude, we're hitting it this distance. You're not hitting it. Like, let's say it was 160 bones. Like, nah, you're hitting it 155. Right. And he, and he was spot on like the three or four times that I heard the conversation. So, uh, yeah, interesting. I mean, I wrote down a bunch of notes actually, um, over the weekend and, and, and yesterday as I was thinking about that and as we're prepping for the PGA and one of my things was if they go back to back, does JT have to keep Bones on the bag? I mean, I know him and Jimmy have had a lot of history, but uh, is he in jeopardy of losing his spot if they go back to back? And especially, you know, obviously WGC is a big deal, but he wins his second his second major. Is that mm-hmm. what? What do you think there? I mean, I think it's a it's a definite discussion, right? I'm sure that that like you know Jimmy hasn't had the you know, the best health the last couple of months anyway. Um, And we don't know what that means for his long-term career. And we know that bones is like the dopest on course reporter that they have. Like he's Mm -hmm. really, really great. But I'm also sure that, you know, he was let go probably prematurely. He, he didn't, I don't think by all accounts, he was ready to be go there to be let go. It was just the, the change that Phil wanted to make. So, I mean, look, if you want a major, if you want a WGC and a major in back to back weeks with a guy on your bag, you have to sit down with your caddy, you know, that caddy and yourself and discuss what this is going to look like, because obviously there's chemistry there that's making something work. Right. Um, yeah, that's the way I yeah. look at it. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a lot of things input there and, and discussions because who knows bones may really be like, Hey, I don't want to do this anymore. It's just, I'm helping JT out. Right. 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 Or Jimmy also may be like, all right, guys, like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm professional enough to realize that you guys got some chemistry and things going. Mm-hmm. You just won two times in a row. You guys should keep this going. And like you said, you know, he's had some poor health. So I'm sure those things go into account. But yeah, I'm sure it's definitely crossed JT's mind. And I'm sure he had the conversation with his dad on the jet from from Memphis to uh, California as they uh, prep for the, the PGA Championship. Sure. Um, so all in all, um, you know, like we said, not the best golf course on tour, but a good field and a lot of great players there in the top 10. Vinny, any thoughts on the um, the WGC before we move over to uh, PGA prep? Since we lose you, now you didn't lose me. I'm here. Uh, deep, I don't deep have in much. Thought. I know I was. I don't have much. I I think we're not giving it as much credit as it, as it deserves, especially being a week before a major this year. Um, huge, like it's a great field. And I think it's actually a pretty tough course to prep for a major in the conditions they played in. It was pretty windy for like three out of four days. Um, and the, the commitment's high. It's a high payout event. And, you know, I think I think it fits right in in this place of the season with the changes that had to be made. So I was pretty happy with it, actually. Yeah, no, I th- you know, I think it was a... I-, I was fairly surprised as well. I just really don't like the golf course, but... Um, it was a better field than I thought there was going to be. Like you said, it kind of kicked off the the next three months we have in golf, which is just going to be a, a very special one. Um, and uh, we had a great leaderboard on Sunday. I agree. I, I mean, I, I'm not trying to 
uh, understate how good it was this past week. But also, I guess my feelings were like, all right, let's get this done because I'm ready for the fucking PGA Championship. Let's go. I'm ready for the major. <laughs> yeah, and Harding uh, Park, says, I think it's a sick track. Like, iconic. Just, yeah, oh, it is. It's a great track. Yep. So, all right. So, congrats to JT. Uh, he reclaimed his number one spot in the world. So, that killed the conversation we had last week where we said Rom will, <laughs> Rom will continue being it. Um, I think this starts like there's always that one time of the year where it flip flops for like five weeks in a row. Someone reclaims it. So this could be it. Obviously, more more WG uh, World Golf ranking points up for the PGA this week. And there's like four or five guys that could reclaim the top spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to TPC Harding Park, which is in San Francisco, right down the street from Olympic Club, who's had numerous uh, majors throughout the years. Uh, the Bay Area, which is uh, prestigious for golf. A lot of great players from that area uh, and a lot of uh, major champions actually as well. So the, that is where the uh, PJ championship will be played this week. The weather is supposed to be skeptical. I know it's supposed to be like in the fifties in the morning. Uh, I've been seeing some pictures and some videos of the guys uh, playing practice rounds, like in sweaters and long clothes and, and tigers out there with like a turtleneck and a, uh, a neck warmer on. So uh, always, <laughs> always concerns about the back with the cold weather for Tiger. But uh, I also did hear because uh, it's a different time of the year than normal and in a uh, part of the country where the weather is a little bit more favorable normally. Um, the course is a little wetter. The rough has grown up. So it's not going to be just a bomb fest. It's going to be uh, a really tough test. And I think it'll be a little bit more like uh, a U.S. Open than an actual PGA Championship, what we've seen in the past, and and for me personally, uh, that's something I'm really excited about. Uh, so uh, we're getting into the the PGA Championship this week. Before we talk about uh, tee times and fields and power rankings and anything like that, first major of the year, Jakey, what are your thoughts and how excited are you for uh, for Harding Park? Incredibly excited. Really, really good golf course. The I will say right now, I'll go out on a limb. The best golf course to have the TPC name in front of it, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, I think it's, you're right, Doug. I think that uh, if it was going to be a couple months ago, maybe we would not have gotten this version of Harding Park. But I think they've made a lot of uh, concerted efforts to make sure that the, the long hitters are not going to be able to tear this place up. Because the corridors are wide, right? Like there are some big ass trees out there, but they don't like really kind of matter as much as if it was a you know a tighter tree line course even if it was smaller trees so i think you're right gonna play like a u.s open gonna play longer than i think it would have if it was in march and um i mean those greens there's not a lot of like craziness going on on them so it's gonna be can you get it in the fairway can you hit it close uh i'm I'm pumped man i can't i literally cannot wait i'm down i'm down the jersey shore for the week and i'm gonna have to like bring my my backup battery down to the beach with me so I can, you know, turn on turn on streaming coverage while I'm sitting out there. Vinny, what are you looking forward to major week? <laughs> uh, same thing. I've said my excitement for this season is is completion. It's just the fact that they're getting to play and it's competitive. It's I we haven't heard news about anything covid related. Mm-hmm. Um and they've been traveling quite a bit. Happy about that. Uh, I'm happy to see, you know, I'm not happy to see that there's going to be four majors played, basically. Um, and really, that the big names are still contending. They're, they're, the PGA is not relying on filling fields right now. They're, there's just enough people practicing social distancing, et cetera, that, uh, that all the big names we want to see out there are playing. And San Fran this time of year, I mean, Jake and I played Pebble in, when was that, like in May? In May, Jake? Um, no, it was... It was uh... It was June, so it was June. a little bit different. Yeah, it was still yeah. very fair. Like, oh yeah, it was wise. not hot. It yeah, was no it, way. nowhere near hot. So, I was actually expecting August to maybe be the warmest month they've had. Uh, but I'm happy that it's going to play tough. I want to see premiums on fairways, not premiums on guys getting over trees and hitting wedges into greens. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that um, a major like this is one though that, and I believe, and you guys correct me if you think I'm wrong, that there's really going into the week, only like 15 guys that could win a major like this is how I feel. I would agree that it's, you're pretty close to that. 
And I think that like what we've seen too with how the PGA of America tends to set the course up, like the players love it. It's generally pretty fair, and it generally provides like a really bunched leaderboard going into Sunday. So I don't think that this will be any different. But I think you're right, Doug. Like you're going to have a couple of like those players that we don't expect who've maybe been hot over the last couple of weeks to show up on leaderboards early in the week, and maybe you know maybe into Saturday into Sunday, depending on if they can keep their nerves in check. But then right. you've got a lot of guys that are really good, high ranking players that have like obviously been trying to peak for this and right. um you're gonna i think that that leaderboard is going to be absolutely bonkers on sunday yeah yeah storylines of plenty this week for sure uh we've got not we've got the defending two-time champ brooks kapka mm-hmm. going for uh three in a row who started to peak last week before that we thought he was dead of course brooks is never dead he's always ready um <laughs> And then we've got Justin Thomas going for back-to-back wins in a row, as we said, with Bones. Tiger's going for not only his 16th major, but he would also break the record for most PGA Tour wins this week. That would be pretty crazy if he did that both in the same week. Uh, Spieth going to complete the career grand slam this week. Rom trying to get number one back. Will Bryson show up? Because he's been complete dog shit for the last two weeks. Uh, And Webb Simpson is... Another guy who has the potential of taking over number one if he wins this week and a couple of guys finish outside the top 10. Uh, he's going for another major. So with that, let's jump into the power rankings for this week at Harding Park. We've got uh, 20 players on the rank because it's a major championship. Matt Wallace is 20th. Decky 19th. Uh, Kevin Na, 18th. Whoa. Rory McIlroy who has been a top five guy, is 17th right now because he's struggling a little bit. Uh, he did win the match play here, though, uh, when it was the W... Because they used to have the WGC match play event here before it moved to Austin. Uh, so he's got some history here. Ricky, 16th. Brendan Todd, the Toddster, 15th. Can we talk about Todd real quick? So Todd... Yeah. Do we think Todd is a guy, he's won twice this year, should have won four times probably. <laughs> um, do we think he's just happy to be out there like, hey, I I used to have a case of the Shanks as well. Now I'm playing really well. I, I, I've locked up my card for the next three years. So I just really don't care anymore. I just want to make money and have a good time. Or do you think he's walking off these courses these last two times where he's had a two-shot lead going into Sunday and lost them both? What do you think, Vince? I think he's happy to be out there. I I know he's playing some great golf. He's won two events. Uh, he had a long stretch, I guess, with Corn Ferry and and PGA Tour. Like what was that? Like eight years ago. He's something, struggling and something on like and that. Off and... and yeah, barely playing. I think that he gets a full season under his belt. He comes out again next year. He wins some beginning of the year events, and we're going to see that out of him for. Uh, for a few years coming, maybe like three or four years. So uh, I think he gets more comfortable. He'll close an event that maybe he shouldn't win. I don't see him winning a major, though. Yeah, I think it's unfortunate because, like, the guy's obviously, like, been through a lot. Well, you know, had some wins, been through a lot, worked himself out of it, become, like, a really great player. I mean, if you think about what his skills are to be able to win, you know, hitting it essentially shorter than Webb Simpson hits it, it's pretty wild, and he's had a great season. But I think when the moment gets big and he knows that he has to be perfect, it's a lot harder for him to be perfect when you're hitting six and seven irons into greens right. that other guys are hitting wedges into or, or, or nine irons or whatever. And so that gets magnified. I mean, he had that shot on Sunday. I can't remember exactly. He, he was leaving a couple shots out to the left. He's hitting like these little pulls. And then it was somewhere on the back nine where he was still in it, and uh, he hit like a five iron. And he just couldn't hit it high enough to hold the green where the where the flag was. Everybody else was hitting like seven irons in there. Right. So I just think that's what it is. I don't. I don't know. It, I think it's a good course for him if he can mentally be there because it's it's never going to be too long. Um, and he's so freaking accurate off the tee that he'll be, you know, playing from the short stuff. Unbelievable putter. But, uh, yeah, you know, good for Brendan Todd. We're, we're happy he's been playing yeah, well. For sure. Hopefully he continues. Uh, Fairway Jesus, 14th. Oh, DJ, yeah. DJ, 13th. Whoa. 
Woodland Creature 12 coming off his uh, U.S. Open Pebble Beach win last year. Uh, Berger, who's been red hot, 11th. Cantlay, 10. X-Man, number 9. Jason Day, who's had a little bit of form, actually finished in the top 10 this past week, uh, 8th. Matthew Fitzpatrick, a guy who I think is a little bit under the radar and, and has a chance this week, 7th. Uh, Terrell Hatton, the Madman, 6th. Uh, John Rahm, another, another guy who's been red hot. Excuse me. I'm in a podcast right now, puppy. Uh, I have an unhappy puppy behind me. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, the Bomber, is fourth. Brooks Kapka, third. Webb Simpson, second. And Bones and JT are first going into this week. Uh, Jakey, why don't you uh, let, give us a rundown of where the points are at, and uh, let's make some picks. All right. So um, last week, as we said uh, briefly, Dougie got his first five, which is honestly really big when we're looking. I mean, at these, I'm, these I'm these one picks. of the greatest pickers of all time. Oh, yeah. So uh, another good week from Vince. He took the three point slot with uh, which gets him to 51 points on the year. I uh, went with a player that I never you know, feel like picking. I had a good feeling. He played like shit. So I got one point. I guess we had a 43 points for the year. And Dougie, like we said, with the win, gets him to 34 points right back in the game. Striking distance. Yep, he's right there. Uh, so, Jakey, I guess you're uh, you're up, man. Yes. Big week. Um, huge week. Huge week. I was even thinking, like, do we do an extra point for the winner of a major? Like, if you win this, do you get six instead of five? Yep, I'm in. Okay, there we go. I need the point, so I'll take anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. So um, I I text you guys this. I've been saying this for a couple of weeks on the pod. People are asking me about Brooks and this, that, and the other thing. He's going to three-peat. I have no doubt in my mind that he is going to win this thing. You can bet the house on it. That's the way I feel about it. I'm going Brooks Kefka this week. I saved him for a major. I was going to always save him for a major. But I'm going with Brooks this week to um, to go for the three P, and uh, yeah, that's it, man. He's I, I just I don't see how he doesn't win with the attitude that he has. Love it, Vinny, and that's a little bit of Jake being lucky. He's first because I think everybody could have taken Brooks. Yeah, oh for sure, I, for sure. I have him lined up in my big pool. Um, I'm still going to take him because everybody above me from the 15th place <laughs> to the first place has him available. And I know they're going to take them. So I'm betting right. with the group on that. But for our picks, I'm taking Mr. Red Hot himself, Daniel Berger. Whoo! I like that. that. I think, I think has, that's such a good pick. He has pick. not finished outside of the top 10, except for the Memorial, which he missed the cut, since Waste Management beginning of January. So he has seven out of eight top 10s leading into this event. I love it. I'm in on Burger right now. I, I actually have Burger locked in for our big pool as well. Uh, I moved myself into the top 100 with the win last week, so uh, I will not finish dead last this year, thank God. I am... Uh, I've been going back and forth with my picks. I am going to go with the best ball striker on tour in my mind right now, Victor Hovland, to win <laughs> the PGA Championship. <laughs> Oh, you just got your first win of the year. I'm going to get my second. Watch. And you're, you're going with the guy that can't chip right now. Doesn't right. matter. May as Doesn't well take in Kevin Knopp, power rank 18. Oh, man. I mean, look, I if if, ha- if Hovland won it, I think that would be – I would lo- can't wait to record that pod the next week because that would be just amazing conversation. But, uh, hey, I like that you're going out on a limb. That's, that's pretty wild, man. Young Ova. That's my guy, Victor Javi. Uh, We've got some really good pairings this week. Obviously, it's a major championship. We've got the uh, last three major champs uh, going off, uh, I think, in the first group, actually, or one of the first groups, Woodland, Shane Lowry, Brooks Kapka. We've Mm -hmm. got uh, Spieth, DJ, and Rose in the group. Uh, Tiger is playing with Rory and JT. Uh, I hope Tiger just doesn't try to bomb it by them and uh, plays his game. Obviously, his swing looks good. Hopefully, the cold weather doesn't fuck up his back too much. Um, and then we got Ricky Fowler, Bryson DeChambeau, and Adam Scott. And then we got Rom Mickelson, and Sergio. So I know we talked a little bit about this on uh, via text on our group chat. But come on, man. 
put Bryson and Brooks together, please, one time, so I can see these two fight it out. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know uh, exactly what they're doing. Like, and this isn't even the PGA Tour. That's the crazy thing. Like, I can understand if the PGA Tour doesn't do it because they're so worried about their image, right? They're worried about like stirring up negative publicity, even though a negative pub would do some good for them. So I'm so I am really surprised that they didn't do it. But I also you mentioned it in the text that they have that traditional pairing. Right. Um, and so that's the hard part. So, you know, it would have seemed like they were purposely doing it, which I think people would have been like, oh, that's that doesn't fly with me. You know, whereas if you did it at like a WGC or something, it wouldn't have mattered. But yep. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, it's just frustrating because. Brooks is like, yo, put me with this guy. I know. He's hired everybody saying he's better than me, basically. Uh, but we'll see. You know, Bryson hasn't played too well the last couple of weeks. We'll see if maybe it was like a, he got it going right at the right time and now it's just faded uh, or if he can actually keep it going. I know, um, you know, I've listened to some other interviews and people are concerned that his health, basically the same thing that Tiger did for a while. Is his health going to be able to hold up? working out like this and Rory same thing for a little while he he kind of fell out because he's he started working out too much and got too bulky um and then he figured it out now he's obviously you know playing really well again um so I have a few uh questions comments um we've got all three obviously you know where I stand here we but we've got the three powerhouse rookies in the field this week Morikawa Wolf and Hovland I'd love to get your guys take on who finishes uh the highest out of the three. Uh, we'll go to the events. Morikawa, 100%. Wow, didn't even think about it. Okay. Jakey? Same? I was gonna go, well, I was going to go that way, but for the sake of, uh, uh, of you know, some competition, I'll, I'll side with you, Doug. I think uh, Hovland has a chance of that group. I love it. I love it. I mean, I think he's just been, I think he's in form. Obviously, I would love to see him win, um, but I think, I just think he's in form right now. You know, Morikawa, has the win maybe he's slumping a little bit after the win because he's just he was all hyped up which is very fair and more power to him for getting a uh, a win in a regular field event uh and and the way he won it um okay i've also got a couple of thoughts that i wrote down that i was just chewing on that i'd love to get your guys take on it and this is not so much to do with the pga championship a little bit to do with last week um because he was in in contention for a little bit is Ricky the most overhyped player on tour right now? No. Um, <laughs> ooh, is he the most overhyped? I'd I'd say he's, not, I, I So I had I written down, uh, uh, sorry to interrupt. I had good? written down overrated, but I, he's not overrated. He's won five times on tour. But he's this guy that I feel like everybody, every time he's in contention, everybody's like, God, he's going to win. He's going to win. or he, he needs to win or he's going to get it done. Is he just like, is it maybe it's the media talking him up? I don't know, but I feel like to me, he is one of the most overhyped, if not the most overhyped golfer on tour. And to his character is because of why. I mean, everybody loves him. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. But it, what, Jake, you you agree? Yeah, disagree? No, I I think that the it's a you're right. It's a hard distinction. Like overhyped, overrated. Like what is he? I think he's like overutilized. Like the tour believes that he is like face of the tour material. Right. He's got more sponsors than like literally any player. Like look right. at his shirt when he's out there. He's got Mercedes. He's got yeah. some insurance. He's got Rocket Mortgage. I mean, he is just like a, a sponsor sort of like target and mm-hmm. dream. So I don't know what the word is, but like the substance isn't there. Like the guy, he cannot close. He doesn't have the firepower. And I feel like he's constantly, it's every like three years, he's looking for something to do with his golf swing. Like he's got to make some sort of change. He went to Butch, made a change. Then he won the players. Then things with Butch weren't working out. He tried to do it on his own. Now he's with this other guy. He's going back to his old swing. It's like, man, oh man, like you got to figure something out eventually. Right. So. Um. Okay. I love that. Great takes from both of you. Is JT one of the greatest players of our generation? Hundred forty uh, pounds, soaking wet, and swinging <laughs> it like that. I think he, I think he's got the potential to be a top tenor of all time. He's not, he's only like twenty seven years old, so I, I really think he, he has the potential to win a few majors and maybe another fifteen events. 
I think you're going to put him right up there with some of the biggest names in golf when he's ready to uh, to retire. So is that a yes? I'd you... say yes. Okay. Jake? I'm going to lean yes. He's like, uh, he's two-time world number one now. He has one major. He's got a ton of wins already. We got to see more majors, though, because you don't want him to be a what-if, right? Right. The guy who won one event, one major, and and never did anything yeah. else. Kind of like those guys we've talked about in the Scalici World Golf Hall of Fame. Like well, he very well could be DJ when this when his career is right. and done, right? Like right. those guys could end their careers. Obviously, there'll be years apart in terms of when they end, but they could end their years with extreme or end their careers with extremely similar numbers. So, right. yep. Okay. Um, Tiger back in the mix this week. Didn't play last week. Is he uh, in contention on Sunday, and will he top 10? <laughs> you want me to go first, Vin, on this one? Yeah, have at it. Doug and I talked about this already today. Just, But I'm going to tell you what he said. Okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that I hope to God that happens. I don't think the weather is going to allow I, it. Like, between the rust, like, he needed, he needed like, some warmth. Um, he needed some, some way to stay loose while shaking off the rust. And I think it's great that he got there like fairly early in the week and he's going to get a look at a golf course that he's won at before, um, and knows very well, but I just don't know if he's going to be sharp enough or physically he's going to be able to get himself in the best possible shape to do this. So yeah, we'll see Vince. What, what did Dougie say? I think for the first time ever, Doug said that he doesn't think Tiger is going to make the cut. What? Um, oh my God, that's crazy! Yes. Yep. So, so, I'll give it to the course. I think there might be some more benefits in Tiger's game that this course is not the longest course. I think it's like yeah. it's just over seven thousand. If he gets into a really good groove, hitting his three wood and hitting fairways, I think you're going to see Tiger at the Masters last year, and he's just going to overcome having no hype from fans, and and you may see him top 10 this event okay so i think uh, so i went back and forth on it the beginning of the week woke up monday morning i was like hoo hoo tiger 16th major here it comes this weekend so today i, I well no so <laughs> well yeah halfway through the week which i guess is yeah we're not even there but today uh, i i so i think there's some things going for him and some things not obviously we it's been well documented and we've talked about it he hasn't played enough yeah. Whether or not he, you know, he's been, he says he's been playing some competitive games at home. Great. Don't care. It's not, that's not a tournament environment, especially not one that'll get you ready for a major. Um, I, be, I think he has a great pairing for him, a very comfortable pairing. He's played with Rory in big moments. He played with him at the tour championship two years ago when he won it. He uh, has played with him, obviously, you know, dozens of times. Other than that, they both live down in the same area. Same thing with JT. They've been on President's Cups together, Ryder Cups together. They've played a lot together. I think it's a very comfortable pairing. That's one of the things I believe will help him maybe make the cut. The biggest thing, and Jake, you nailed it on the head, the weather. Tiger has become a big bitch as he's gotten older. And anytime it's like 50 degrees, he's like, oh, my back, my blah, blah, blah. I don't care. You're up eight hours before you play golf. You've got plenty of time to get ready. You've got the most resources in the game to get yourself in in a headspace or place that you need to be to play well in any weather environment or any environment. So, but that being said, I think that that's going to affect him the most, and I don't think he's. I I believe I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't didn't make the cut here. Mm-hmm. But one of the other things that I think helps him, and some people will probably argue against this, maybe you guys, is having no fans. There's no circus around him this week, not too much media. It's just him out there playing golf uh, with his buddies, really. And there's, you know, there's some media out there, but it's not the crazy circus like it would normally be at a major. And I think that 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 may help him. The the downside of that is he obviously gets jacked up, I think, when he's playing well with the big crowds around him. It also helps uh, psych out the other players in the field because they're like, holy shit, how many people are watching Tiger and they don't care about me? But um, I think that that's I think that may be a big advantage this week. I'd love to, I guess, get your guys' thoughts on that. Go ahead, Vin. I'm both ways. We've heard him say it directly that the environment feels very different to him. Um, 
the only thing that's going to benefit him is playing with Rory and JT and maybe them just lighting up the course, you know, and feeding off each other. I don't think that Tiger's going to get the edge any other way than starting really hot and everybody around him doing the same thing. I think that's a like that's the one thing that I was going to say, um, and you kind of hit it. The only way I think it really works is if he gets really hot really early, which, I mean, look, he knows this golf course. And the troubles that he has with his back in cold weather, they're well documented. We don't know what kind of shape he's going to be in. But the one thing that I will say is he's probably never been this rested and this healthy coming into a major in the last, what, five to seven years, let's say. Like, that combination is pretty rare. And then I would say also on top of that, not having the fans there, I think, might be a good thing for him. Because if there's one thing that he's talked about before, it's, um, you know, he has had to basically train himself to, you know, to to block all that out, to to be able to get through that. And he does feed off of them at points. But I think that uh, in this situation, you know, he can go into full-on Tiger tunnel vision mode and just be in his own zone. So look, could it happen? I mean, I'm not going to say no. I think it's, it's um, a golf course where it gives him a chance, right? If this was at Beth page last year, same scenario, you know, after COVID playing it in August, no fans, the whole deal without with, with rust and, you know, a couple months off or whatever. I don't think there's any chance, but he has a glimmer here because of the course. Yep. Okay. I love it. Well, I mean, you know, obviously biggest tiger fan in the world, me, I would love to see him win, hold the trophy on Sunday. I think it would be incredible for golf, especially under everything that's going on right now. I just, deep in my my heart, I know, I don't think it's going to happen. But hopefully he proves me wrong again. He's proved us wrong lots of times. So, um, Phil Mickelson coming off a T second. Some of that thanks to Brooks choking on the 18th hole. Will he continue his form and finish in the top 25 this week, uh, Vinny? I I'm really not sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a tougher question than the Tiger question, I think. Yeah. So, as he, he was up there contending, he was like three shots, four shots off the lead for the majority of the time, and then Brooks made that fucking double, cost himself like half a million bucks, and then gave Phil a bunch of money. Um, but we, I didn't get to see him hit a ton of shots down, down the stretch. I think that just like Daniel Berger, there were some people out there that didn't show like one of their shots. Mm-hmm. Until the very end, I think coverage was kind of lacking a little bit. Um, like I'm a fan of Phil, but like I said, the premium on fairways for this week, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think you're going to see anything too great out of him personally. I kind of feel. I kind of feel the same way. I just like just like we talked about. With, you know, hey, there's a glimmer for Tiger because of how the course is going to be set up. I mean, he's got he's to hit it really good. I mean, he's not just not accurate off the tee with driver. He's just not really great off the tee, period, right? Like, even if he's hitting two iron, he's less accurate off the tee with two iron than other players are with the same club. So I think for Phil, um, yeah, I mean, we got we to gotta see him in the exact same form we basically saw him last week where he played much more within himself, and that's actually why you probably didn't see a lot of him on coverage because – he wasn't hitting a ton of absolutely wild bonkers shots all, you know, all weekend last weekend. So mm-hmm. we'll see what, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to say no though. I don't think he top 25s it. Okay. The last question I have is, will we see, and I know we've made our picks already, but will we see a first time major champion this week at uh, TPC Harding park? I'm going, no, I definitely don't think so. I think that uh, first major of the year, weird year, um. Yeah, I think I think this is the the big boys are out to play and and to win. Yeah, I I don't really know either. I does Berger have a major? No, he does. No, he no, doesn't. no major okay. for Berger. All right, well then, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's just he's playing so well. I think if there's somebody who doesn't have a major who may 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 win one, um, it'd be Berger. If there's somebody that's outside of where everybody's looking right now Hopland. that that I would like to see win. I think I'd probably like to see Spieth complete his mission. That would be so sick, actually. And uh, and <laughs> you might see, like, 
that's like a rebirth for him right now. I think he's trending. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's played well. He's played well. So I'll tell you, that's where I'm looking. The, the name that I'm looking at, if there was a first time winner, because I almost took him, Xander. Of course, that's up good for him. Played good again. Flew under the radar another week. That's uh, that could be that could be a potential one, but I, I just don't think so. I think I think you get a repeat winner here. Do we need to talk about his round for a second since he was my pick? Or his overall tournament. I don't know if you guys like looked at his scorecards, but he made one bogey over seventy two holes and one quad. <laughs> so that's wild. And he top tended uh, it. And he nice. he top yeah, he finished T nine. If you erase the quad, uh he basically if he, he had just made bogey, uh he and JT would have been in a playoff on final hole. That's wild. So he was playing some good golf. He was not playing dangerous golf. And mm-hmm. yeah, Jake, I could agree that if there's somebody who's confident in their ball striking right now, it's probably him. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Another guy, he's from the California area. So he's probably, I'm sure he's played here before uh, or definitely under these conditions. Uh, something he grew up and he's used to. Um, hey, first major of the year. I cannot wait. I'm, I wish tomorrow was Thursday. I almost thought about taking Friday off just so I could sit in front of the TV and watch golf all day long. I am extremely pumped. I hope uh, I wrote down. I hope that at the end of the weekend uh, coverage is not one of the storylines. I yeah. hope that uh, they get it right. I know they've partnered with ESPN uh, for, I think the early round coverage. Um, but I'm, I'm just hoping they, they get this right because it's uh, you know, it's a big platform, big stage for golf, especially with everything that's going on in the world with sports. It's been a complete cluster for MLB. Um, NBA has done a decent job, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the uh, the PGA steps up to the uh, the plate here and doesn't botch the the coverage this weekend. Yeah, finger, fingers crossed. I think it'll be good. The fact that it's not going to be what their like setup was the last couple of years, where we're like getting only a couple hours, and you know they're playing like reruns of Charmed or whatever. On TNT, like that's that's nice that we don't have that for early round. So, right. hey man, f- fingers crossed. I think I think they're going to do a lot of cool things. Being that it's the first major, no fans, first really huge event of this like crazy period of time. And if I'm the PGA, that is like the smartest thing I can do is pull out all the stops, shot trace the shit out of this thing, put graphics all over, show me everything I need to know about the golf course you know, get mics as close to players as you can, right. like make it the best viewing you can because you don't have to worry about fans. Yep. So we'll see. All right. Um, closing thoughts on the PGA championship guys. What, uh, any other things we missed or, or anything you want to, you had a hit before, uh, before we take it to the break? Um, no, I think it's, it's a huge week and I hope everybody, you know, just realizes how like special it is to have it back and um, to, you know, to go through and kind of witness this and, and be part of uh, what's going to be a cool tournament, cool course. And then, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll be able to get together and do like a kind of a mid tournament pod for everybody yep. so that, uh, you know, we can say our thoughts on at least the early rounds before we head into the weekend. Yeah. Tiger going into Saturday with the 10 shot lead. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. Cool here we target. go. See, Doug flipped around real quick. <laughs> uh, Vinny, what, what uh, closing thoughts from you on the PGA? Nah, I think I've said the most I can. Uh, the only thing I don't want to see is, uh, is Bryson, uh, you know, contending. I think I think I'm a little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guys burn out on Bryson against him. Yeah, I actually said it to Doug. He played terrible the second and third round this past weekend, and I I said it to you. I was like, is he burning out at the right time? Um, I don't think he deserves a major right now for the style of golf he's trying to push upon everyone. Yep, it's gonna we'll be interesting. See. Yep, I mean we'll 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 see. I I've heard the rough is really thick, so I, I think that you know it's not just gonna be bombing it out there. You're gonna need, need to really hit fairways this week, and uh, we'll see. Well, I mean it's gonna be very interesting. There are a lot of, a lot of storylines out there, and and great for the game. Uh, looking forward to that. Like, like Jake said, we're going to try to get a, uh, maybe like a Friday night pot out, uh, as we get into the weekend rounds or, or maybe Saturday night as we prepare for Sunday. So look for that. Uh, shout out to Daniel Kang 
women were back on tour last week as well. She got the uh, the win there. How good was and, that golf course? Oh, Oof. so good. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Celine Boudier was in the mix. A lot of players. It was it was yeah, a real, it was, it was fun one. to watch. I love watching the women. Um, and then uh, old Jim Furyk made his start on the PGA Champions Tour and got the win in his first event. Uh, pretty crazy storyline there. And and uh, wild that you know we're starting to get some of these guys that we've grown up watching that are now making their way to the Champions Tour. Uh, you know, pretty soon Bill will be there, I'm sure too. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good for him, and congrats to him. Um, Jake, any thoughts uh, for this week? Are you playing at all? I know you're down at the shore. Nope. No, we're just riding out this uh, hurricane that's coming up the cur- uh, up the course. Or, sorry, up the coast. Up the course. And that's that's the course. Fair, appropriate. Yeah, right up the fairway. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. Just kind of chilling and uh, taking a little break, and then a couple more weeks before I head back to work. So, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Vinny, you're moving this weekend, so hopefully you can watch as much golf uh, as possible. I am, I am. <clears throat> now the plan is to... Uh, TV first. Yeah, the TV's the <laughs> last thing going out and the first thing going in, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, yep. I'm, I'm going to move uh, probably maybe some stuff tomorrow. Uh, majority of the stuff Thursday afternoon, uh, minus the TV, I think, and then finish up Friday. So I'm planning on at least getting my desktop and mic set up so we can uh we can record saturday and then i'll uh i'll keep everything moving and then maybe i'll get out to play some golf sunday so let's see nice there you go i'm gonna try to play friday morning with elmer my father is making his uh triumphant return from retirement to play one round i normally do with him one one time a year uh we're playing out at the club so uh looking forward to getting him out there i'm sure he'll call me thursday night and say his back's bothering him and he can't play, but uh, as of now, he's in. So really looking forward to that. Yes, I know Brooks is really excited as well. Um, that's my dog, not Brooks Kapka. I'm sure he's very excited too. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it, man. I'm really excited for PGA Championship weekend. Hope everybody enjoys. Uh, be safe if you're on the East Coast with the storm coming up. I know a lot of people are being affected. I've got some coworkers in the North Carolina area. They're on the coast. They're getting pounded. I hope everybody is safe. Um, and, uh, if you have better weather, get out there and play some golf and watch the PJ championship. If you're not already follow us on Instagram at the breakfast ball pod, all one word. Uh, you can subscribe via Apple podcasts or Spotify, uh, or follow the link on our Instagram page. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if just have a great time, Vinny wants to take us home and get us ready for the PGA. All right, ballers. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you're as excited for the PGA championship as we are. Um, if you're going to play, try to get out there early Saturday and Sunday. That way you can watch these exciting rounds come in and uh, hopefully a Daniel Berger win. But if you're playing and things just don't go right on the one box, don't forget to re-tee. Hit that breakfast ball. We appreciate it. Thanks again.